Friday night Put my backpack on to do my thing But the father wouldn't let me in He just stood there with a stupid grin Last time I went home crying But I kept trying Cause he don't know the moves that I'm supplying I'll take my glasses I'm gonna bounce back up and kick some asses I've waited long enough Present to you the host of the Woodshed Radio Show, Friggin' Ben. Woodsheadians, I come before you tonight to talk about the state of the woodshed. In the last eight years, 
we have not seen much progress in the way of entertainment. The woodshed has reached an anticlimactic law in programming that is a disgrace to its listeners. The border fence of the property is allowing millions of undocumented farm animals into the compound, and we cannot protect the employees and the residents who live inside. My predecessor was lazy and did nothing except talk about llamas and alpacas, which is a great topic to discuss. However, he did nothing to ensure the llama population was safe from coyotes and goat traffickers. We also saw a steady decline in comedy and quality entertainment in the last eight years. Well, I'm here to tell you that we are going to change all of that. We are going to secure the fence line of the woodshed. We must ensure the safety of the llamas and the fine people who live inside these borders. We must prevent the coyotes from getting inside because we all know that they make off with llamas and traffic them all around the world. We will build a 35-foot steel barrier with automatic machine guns and a missile defense system that rivals all others, well, with the exception of perhaps North Korea. The llamas and people will be safe under my watch. I pledge to you, the Woodshedian people, quality entertainment each and every week. You will not be disappointed in our discussions and the policies of this regime. We will bring you comedy gold, we will bring you guests, hopefully, and we will bring you cussing. to the next year as we move this show forward and I uphold my promises like no other show host before in history. I am doing a huge job, a job like no other. My talents speak for themselves. Together, we will make the woodshed great again. Yeah. I think I won him over there, there at the end. 
<laughs> God damn. Lots of booing. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's like the real State of the Union. All they do is clap. And it's like, what are you clapping for? We don't got to clap for every little thing. Say what and you got to say. They clap. Clap at the end. That's what I'm saying. Like, wait until the, the end of the speech and clap. Yeah. Like, seriously. They clap for, like, almost every syllable. Yeah. That was, like, the longest State of the Union I've ever heard. I, I think you might be right. I, I had said that to my wife. I said, this has got to be the longest State of the Union I think I've ever heard in my life. He tried, though. It's because <laughs> Trump loves the sound of his own voice. No, of course. <laughs> he loves the And applause. the clapping. That's the problem. He loves yeah. the applause. You know? It's like he holds daily meetings and shit so they can tell him how great he is around the table. Oh, look who he's had for wives. Of course he loves to clap. <laughs> he needs to take a, a note for me. <laughs> he needs to take a note for me. My 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 uh, state of the woodshed speech was maybe three and a half minutes long total. That would be perfect. Yeah. Do you really do you really need an hour and a half to talk about the state of the union? I don't know. I don't think it was quite an hour and a half. I think it usually would have been like, all right, niggas, that's it. We done fucked up. (laughs) That's it. You need to fix this bullshit. And that's it. So so what what did you think of the speech? Trump's not mine. (laughs) Uh, Um... I don't know, man. That, it, it was just, it was, there was a lot more, you know, of self-praising than anything else. You know, he was taking credit for shit that he had nothing to do with. You know, like the women. You know, first of all, there's more women now because they're fighting you. They're trying to make sure you don't win another term. You know what I mean? You forced them to, to mm-hmm. actually get involved. So good for them. I wish we could get an accurate gauge on what the real polling numbers are. You, you mean you can't you can't believe these poll numbers that the media shares and like approval ratings and all of that. I, I wish we could get an accurate gauge on on where his approval is right now. Oh. His approval rating is low, that's for sure. After that debacle with the shutdown, mm. yeah, and then he, he he turned around and blamed the Democrats for that one. You know what I mean? Like you're the one that shut the you shut the government down. You even said you were going to do it ahead of time. Yeah. You know, you gave <laughs> people a warning that you were going to do it, and you said you were going to take credit for it. That you were proud to take credit for it. Not realizing that, you know, a lot of people were were gonna suffer for it. Yeah, he's not worried. There's no shortage of Big Macs. <laughs> I think they're gonna put a sponsorship sign on the White House. 
it's going to be the the first president in the history of the nation that's going to advertise on the White House. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past him. Put Trump Plaza and shit. Yep. With the uh, room service catered by McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a bit nuts, man. So, Jesse, I, I understand that you didn't even watch the State of the Union. No, I did not. And I have personal reasons for it, which I will discuss later. Actually, I wasn't going to watch it myself because I didn't want to give him the ratings. You know what I mean? Well, the, the like problem that I have, the problem that I have is, is – it's like a dictatorship when when they do the State of the Union because they take over every damn channel, and there ain't nothing yep. else to watch. You know what I mean? To Netflix and chill. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I actually think I was messing around on my PlayStation. I, I had it on in the background, but I wasn't, like, watching, watching it. So I was just kind of listening. Yeah. What what do you guys think of the uh, the whole Nancy Pelosi clap at the end? Oh, the clap back! Oh man, I loved it. She knew what she was doing. That was that was something. She knew she was giving him did his you, little clap. Did you like, see that, Jesse? I saw pictures of it. I didn't know if it was at the beginning or at the end of it, but that was perfect. Yeah, it was at the end. The end. <laughs> was, it, it was a it was a beautiful clap. Let me just say it. She gave him his yeah. little attaboy. Like, look at you, look at you with the big boy pants. You tried. <laughs> clap, clap, clap. She even leaned forward to give him the clap. That was funny as hell. She stretched out those arms. I'm just kind of curious. What we That's go what for. killed me. <laughs> yeah, chewing on and shit. She's like I think she got like a little candy dish back there or something. Yeah, and then when he was about like there was certain times where he was gonna say he was saying things that were like kind of kind of dumb, and the women were like they were just about to get rowdy, <laughs> start their booing and shit. And you could see her. She's like, settle down, settle down. Don't worry, he'll get his. <laughs> What what was the deal with with the the women? I noticed that they were all wearing white. What what was that all about? Unity, man. White, baby. Well, I hey, get look, the whole unity all, thing. All the women, what, we're just all the people that you didn't want. You're gonna see us in this crowd. Okay. All right. So in other words, they're just kind of trying to stand out. Then is that? Yeah. Well, white is the color of the women's suffrage movement, so they were continuing mm-hmm. that yeah. tradition. They were okay. practicing for the KKK. <laughs> oh, God. Long <laughs> time. And Dom had to go there. Oh, boy. You hear in the background. And you're out. <laughs> so yeah, we're, what, we're, what we're trying to warm up in the car right now. So we're at Where a tournament at tonight. Okay, at my kiddos' uh, softball tournament, and 
every time we come out to this this tournament, this field, apparently because they have a problem with the league, they only have four fields. So because there are so many teams that sign up for it, they have to do the pool games on Friday nights. So we're playing our pool games tonight. The rest of the games will be played tomorrow and Sunday. Uh, Turn left or right. Turn left or right, Ben. (laughs) (laughs) So are you saying it's cold there where you're at? Well, the wind is making it more unbearable. It's like 41, but the wind is like coming out at like 13 or 14 miles an hour. Yeah, but who plays? I, I guess who, this ain't this ain't even the season for softball. Who plays softball? That's exactly well, what I was about you, when, to say. When you're in select softball, they have year. It's pretty much year-round seasonal. You have your, you know, your winter. They, they call this winter ball. Then you have spring, summer, and then back into fall ball. I mean, select softball is year-round. And where do you competitive. In Texas. In Houston. Damn, man. Got some bored motherfuckers there. Play year round. That's crazy. At least at least do it indoors. Like, find a fucking indoor fucking place. That's crazy. Now you can play softball indoors. Got big enough venues, man. But for softball? Yeah. They got, they got I, I don't really think softball is that big of a sport that, that they're going to be able to afford an indoor softball field. I could be wrong. Uh, no, you got you, you got fields like, you know, like the football fields that they play indoors, you know, it's 50 yards and shit like that. I'm, you know what I mean? If you could play football, I'm, you could play baseball. I've said play for years like, that someone needs to make indoor, like, climate-controlled fields because – Sometimes the weather is so bad, it's like, they'll be playing in the rain. And it's like, really? Yeah. Call a game. And they'll just be playing and be like, nope, make an indoor deal. That way you can wear what you want because, yep. yeah, fuck this weather. 41 degrees. I mean, yeah, it's not as cold as 17. You know, Ben shared that with me earlier. I'm like, yeah, I don't think I would ever play. If they told us to go play on the you know, game up north or, you know, up in you know Connecticut, all that, nope. I'd be like, nope, I ain't playing. My kid will go play, you know, indoor water polo or something, you know. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think softball season starts here until April ish. Well, they have like middle of April. Like, there's league ball, you know. There's there's league ball, which league ball they go in the you know more as it gets warmer, but when it's select, it's more like travel team. So we'll travel. Like in June and July, like June, like late June, we'll go to Louisiana for a, a week long tournament, and then we'll, we'll we might go to a tournament in Panama City Beach, Florida, or we'll go to the one in Dallas, or you know, last year we went to um, Branson, Missouri, so and we did a week long tournament you, in Branson. You you're just traveling all over the place. Oh yeah, and and of course, and you know, this team's you know they'll take all your money and stuff. So you know, it's, it's it's just as much money as that. So did did you watch the State of the Union? No, I laughed. I I laughed. I mean, it, it was uh, 
and I'm, I don't know if y'all talked about it, but what was up with that clap? You know, that was just the funniest thing. And then yep. watching her behind him roll her eyes or just do the fake clap or, you know, like, okay, Pers- just, you know. Pers- and then an hour and a half long, you know, to, to, to speak for an hour and a half long. It's like, wow, you know. I got more looks out of her than, you know, I've ever seen out of anybody. You wanted to fuck yeah. that, didn't you? So. You fuck Nancy, huh? <laughs> I think yeah. you would. Mm-mm. You hit that shit off. I, I, I think that ship has sailed for that woman, Eddie. I think she's a little beyond those years. <laughs> you kidding me? I'd break her off a piece of what? that Kit Kat. <laughs> oh, <hell> no. <laughs> That's it. Are you kidding me? Shit. I'd be like, listen, woman. I've eaten, I've eaten pudding, pudding cups all my life since I was eight. And I only use my tongue. You're going to cry. Well, all right. <laughs> that's a visual that has now that's caused all of our listeners to turn the show off now, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Got to make it interesting. Yeah. Well, um, Blog Talk probably is going to cancel us for that one. No. Maybe. You know, along with the, the state Next of the union, you know, I get a text on my the, phone, my Twitter and shit. It's Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> Where you live, son? Where do you live? Yeah. She's going to hunt you down. Talk about tax cuts. Hunt you down. I'll give her my address. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> you little old lady, you. So, you know, along with the State of the Union speech, there's there's the Democratic response. Were you, were, were, were you guys able to listen to the Democratic response? I think I changed it after the first five minutes. Yeah, that chick, that, that, I, that I, chick was killing me. <laughs> I, I actually enjoyed her more than I did Trump, and her, her speech was maybe 10, 15 minutes long compared to an hour and a half. All about her life? I mean, yeah. well, I mean, it wasn't all about her life. The first part was, but yeah, pretty much. And she's not even anybody. She, like, she's just she – just, a representative now. I think yeah, she's a new jack. She's a new jack. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember what her name is off the top of my head, but so I'm I'm still watching the the Big Brother Celebrity Edition. Still hooked on it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Tom- Tom Green is still going strong. Kato Kalen went home. I'm mad you even watched that show. You know, like uh, we we talked about this last week, but you, you weren't here. So, I, I just happened to be flipping through the channels one night, looking for something to watch, um, and I stopped on this Big Brother. And I've never watched the other Big Brothers. And matter of fact, I, I probably won't watch any of the other Big Brothers. 
But I, I just got watching this this season of it, and just the the cast of people that they got on there, and interacting with one another and playing off each other and all this stuff. You know, the game of, of the actual show. You know, obviously mm-hmm. there you can, there can only be one winner, so they're all like backstabbing each other and trying to form alliances and all this stuff. So I don't know, something about it just kind of intrigued me and I've, I've been kind of hooked on it since, since I watched that episode a couple of weeks ago. So you just wonder, you just wondering if they're ever going to catch somebody, you know, freaking and shit. No, freaking not on the on celebrity. I, I hear they do that like on the real, like the real one where they got the non-celebs, but the, the celebrities that, I don't. I don't think you're going to see any of that on the celebrity edition. Yeah, got I, mean, I, <laughs> I mean, I guess they possibly could, but you know, they they have their images and <laughs> their persona to uphold. So I don't. I don't think you're going to see too much of that on the celebrity edition. Hmm. Be me and Nancy. Yeah. Me and Nancy in the same room. Oh, you're going to hear some tapping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take one for the team. I'm gonna blow her shit out. I think yeah, Tango's right, covering that section. Yeah. Tango, pro- Tango probably wants some slapback and shit. Like, yo, tag me in. Oh in. no. Then he'll make it. Then he'll make it a pick of the week. You know, being an amateur. <laughs> oh, my, you, you know, come on. Come on, Travis. You know oh, you hit that shit. You would Nancy. Oh Lord. Stop your line. Nancy. Oh hell no. Skeletor. Fuck that shit. Oh come on, man. <laughs> come on. <laughs> if you had the chance. If you had no, the chance. maybe that like that what was it that Cortez chick or whatever. Shit. Come on. You'd smash that shit in, in, inside the, the damn chambers. So this is where they hold the State of the Union? <laughs> I want you to look up. Look up. Keep your head up. That or he would use that room of the house that I sent you that link to. Oh, my God. I, I didn't get a chance to look at that. I didn't get a chance That's to look at that. That's shit, man. I'm it's talking literally like, like, it's like Fifty Shades style, like five rooms and a den with all kinds of weird stuff. Yeah, you just got it's, it's an S and M. It's in an S and M. I sent you a link. Room. It's in the chat. No, it's in our it's, it's in our group basement. That's like one of those uh, eyes wide shut type places from the old movie back yeah. in the nineties. Yeah, it's just really. It's got like it's, uh, cages, everything you name it. It had it, and it comes I don't with. Know it. About cages, I didn't see no cages now. Well, they showed a picture. There was like a, there was a cage. Do they have this? If you look at the picture, there is a cage. Yeah. Do they have disinfectant and and, uh, antibacterial hand wash? I'm sure (laughs) they had that shit. I'm sure they fucking clean all that shit. I would. I I hope. They better hire somebody (laughs) to come and clean that up. Well, the house is big enough, it needs a maid. You know, like five, five or six bedrooms. Yeah, I'm sure they like didn't just somebody's house. That shit. Well, they're selling it. It's on the market. And yeah, they, they, they put it in. It, it, they put it in the in, in the uh, cell points that this was a room 
that comes with the house. You know, it's part of the house. Well, it has something like that base in the house. (laughs) (laughs) The freaking foundation, they have to say it. Built right on top. Does that add to the value? Ignore it. Does does that add to the value of the house? Fuck yeah, it does. (laughs) You get. I guarantee you, some of the man. I I think the 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 more the more money people have, the freakier they get. Trust me. Shit gets boring. You know. Start thinking about fucking S and M and bondage. I know I do. <laughs> With Nancy Pelosi, right? With Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> I'll fucking chain her up upside down. Smack her ass. That'll be a sound bite. Oh, no. Damn, the visuals, man, the visuals. <laughs> yeah, I don't want those visuals. I bleach, please. I know for yeah. a fact, y'all motherfuckers will hit that. Y'all smash that shit in a heartbeat. I smash it in the door. <laughs> With a hammer. With a shoe. <laughs> oh, shit. So, Eddie, now that you're back with us this week... um, I understand you had some things that you had to take care of last week. That's why you weren't able to be here. But all of our eager listeners were hoping to hear the story of your alien abduction. Oh. Oh, And we promised them that when we got you back, even though it's the State of the Union, that we we would let you tell your story so that the folks could, could hear your story. Ah, I see. I see. Yeah. Ah, alrighty. Well, you want me to get to that shit now? It don't matter. I mean, about... we can do it now, or we we can talk no, about the a little bit more. Nah, 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 nah. She's probably the one that kidnapped me. <laughs> <laughs> never know. You never the know. That did it. Yeah, you never know. She's probably the alien that did it. All right, so. She does look like an alien. I was in the, I was in the military and, you know, in the Marine Corps, um, since '86, and I guess the first year, like in '87, I was stationed. I just finished, I just finished uh, graduating from Aberdeen Proving Grounds uh, for my MOS, and um, uh. I had, I had been transferred to Camp Lejeune, my main base. So we used to go, what we like to call this uh, a swoop. And a swoop is when you go for the weekend, you know, and you uh, you head out for the weekend, and you, you're basically taking a road trip with other people, even if you don't know them, you know, but they're all Marines, and, you know, they all chip in you know, for gas and tolls and things like that. And you take them up your way, as long as it's going your way. And, you know, I made some stops here and there along the way, 
until I got to Connecticut. Right. Well, in between that, not Connecticut, but um, I was still living in Port Chester, Port Chester, New York. And I was going and stopping at, um, heading up for a swoop. And I got to the section, you know, I was driving up the Henry Hudson and everything like that. And the marriage, you know, coming up that, that way. And I got to this section where coming up, it's, it's real dark. And there were only, I only remember seeing one light, one actual lamp on the highway on. Like it automatically, like all of a sudden, I didn't realize that all the lights were off. And I see this light, and for some reason, like, it seemed like, you know, I thought I was getting closer to it and everything like that. And I realized that it, it didn't, it, it wasn't a light from a lamp. And it got a little closer. It just got bigger. Like it started. It seemed like it aimed the light. And next thing I know, um, I'm pulling into my mother's driveway um, in Port Chester. Now I, I'm 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 around the Henry Hudson, you know. And I, like I said, that's a long distance. You know, it would have taken me at least another, I would say about 25 minutes, maybe a little less, to get from where I was when I saw the light to my mother's house in Port Chester. So I, I pull into the driveway. Now, when I was on the Henry Hudson, it was dark. It was nighttime. It was like, you know, 1 o'clock in the morning. And when I arrived at my mother's house it was already like the sun had rose and everything it was it was daytime you know it was still the morning but the sun had already risen so um you know i i i didn't think about it and then i realized that was, that was how did i get there you know how like i sit in the car and i'm wondering i don't even remember getting here but then i just said Maybe it's just one of those, you know, where you forget. I like whatever. So didn't think nothing of it. Get back to base, you know. Um, at the end of the weekend, picked up everybody that I had dropped off on the way. I picked them up on my way back. So we were all back on base on time. Uh, come Monday morning for Reveille. And you know, didn't think nothing of it. You know, a few months go by. You know, um, maybe about I started getting this little this little growth on on my uh, arm. Now it seemed like a growth because I didn't notice it before, but it was underneath my skin, and I just kept scratching at it for some reason. But you know, it was just a little bump. I thought I thought nothing of it. I thought it was probably an ingrown hair or something like that. And um, you know, went to the doctor. Uh, on base, they didn't see. They say it was it was probably a fatty deposit or something like that. They say you know usually the body will absorb it, so didn't think nothing of it until one day we, it just became like maybe maybe about mm, maybe about six months later it just became too irritating, and I was scratching and scratching and then it just like it bothered me more. So I ended up it was actually harder than it was before. 
So I actually cut myself with a blade, and as I'm cutting, I noticed that there was like a little thing that, and it was almost like, almost looked like a bone, but it wasn't. It was more like cartilage. It was more opaque, you know, um, and that's what it seemed like. And I started pulling it out with tweezers, but then I realized it, it like it had like these little strands that seemed to like not want to let go, you know, and it looked like it was gripping the inside of my, you know, um, where the fat and everything is. And I pulled it out and it was triangular in shape. And it was like a little, it was rounded. It was like rounded on the, on the points of the triangle and it was smooth, but it was really hard. And the threads, just seemed like little, uh, like real micro veins or something like that. And, you know, it was gone. I put it in a tissue, looked at it for a little while, couldn't figure it out. And I, I tossed it out into the garbage can. Didn't think nothing of it. About two, two, three years later, I see a um, uh, a guy saying that, he had something in his skin, you know, and it was an alien thing um, that they were trying to figure out if he was abducted. And it was in his leg. And when I when I see them take it out, they finally take it out, it was the same exact thing that I had in my <coughs> arm. And wow. that's when I was like, oh, my God, you know, like, and that's when I started remembering about the, the time when I – couldn't figure out the times that, you know, it was, it was missing time because I couldn't figure out how I got to my mother's house. And I said, maybe, maybe I did something wrong. So I go, you know, one day I'm going, I go back and, um, they, you know, I'm like driving around and I realized that I'm on the same road and on the same highway, you know, going back home. So I said, you know what, let me time this. And I timed it. And, again, that's when I found out it would have only taken me, like, 20, 25 minutes to get there. To get from where I was that I saw the light to get home, it would have only taken me 25, 20 to 25 minutes. But I did, but the time that it took me, it was about four and a half hours, four and a half, five hours that I was gone that I didn't, I couldn't account for. Now the thing is that that little piece that came out of the guy's leg was exactly the same thing that was in my arm, and they checked it out and everything like that, and they couldn't find anything that would have caused that, and they said that it was actually implanted on the guy. So I was like, "Oh, that's crazy! This is exactly what happened to me," and that's when I started figuring that's, things out. That's something. Yeah. Now, were you in the car by yourself during yeah. that time period? I, that you I was yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was the last person. You know, I had dropped off everybody. The last person I dropped off was um, in Manhattan, and that's when I got on the Henry Hudson. I was coming up, you know, and um, that's when I was going up up to Cross County. And that's around the area where that was the last thing I remember 
And next thing you know, I'm at my mother's house. Now, did you happen to check your mileage on the card, see if your mileage was adding up for the, the amount of distance that you travel? Um, yeah, it was the same amount of time. Okay. It would have been the same amount of mileage that I would have taken before, like, you know? Okay. So whatever happened, you weren't picked up at one location and taken to another location. You were either picked up and taken back right where you got picked up at, essentially. Yeah, that that that's what I think. The only problem is that I can't account for those hours. You know, what right. what was I doing during those hours? Like, was my car Getting in one spot and just left there or? Getting know? probed by Nancy Pelosi. Or, yeah, you never know, man. <laughs> that, woman, that woman looks like a freak. She looks like, yeah, that's my story, man. That's my story. It was a, it was a weird yeah. time. I couldn't figure it out, man. And that's when, you know, when I saw the guy uh, have that thing removed from his leg, from his thigh, that's when I was like, that is, like, my eyes got real wide. And I started, you know, I kind of got nervous. You know, your hair starts standing on your neck and and your arms and everything. That's how I got. And I was, I was like, freaking out because that was the exact same thing they were taking out of his legs was the same exact thing they took out, that, that I took out of my arm. But I just couldn't, I just didn't put two and two together. I thought it was just a growth, you know, like the doctor said. But, yeah, it wasn't It wasn't a growth. Would you say that's probably the weirdest thing that's ever happened to you that you can't explain in your life? The weirdest thing? Um, yeah. That's pretty weird, I'd say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And to think that I actually... You know, I actually, um, like, my house right now um, is haunted. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the house has seen, you know, the things that I that I thought I was the only one seeing. So I thought it was all in my mind. I'm not the only one in the house, you know. And, um, you know, I've, I've, everywhere I've lived, I've always seen you know, apparitions and shadow people and, you know, um, and only one place I've actually, you know, actually seen a demon. And um, it's all the places that I've lived except for one place, you know. But when we moved to this house, um, there was something that was in the basement and, you know, I was out in the basement turning off lights and everything like that, getting ready to go to bed. And I see somebody standing there with a T-shirt on. Like, I couldn't really see the bottom of him, but it looked like a T-shirt on. And I remember that the guy that lived here um, was the owner's brother, and he used to live in the basement. And he used to wear T-shirts. And he had died two months, like two, three months after the owner sold us the house. And that's when we started, we didn't know he died, but we had started seeing him around that time in the basement. He doesn't come up to the to, to the first floor. He stays in the basement. But that's actually where me and Joanna, you know, we sleep in uh, finished 
basement. That's our bedroom. All right. <clears throat> well, just to give a little bit of a follow-up to my situation, um, we ended up getting some sage the other night and did a yeah. smudging and sm- smudged the whole house with that stuff. And uh, I'm happy to say wait, wait, at least wait, but... up to this wait, wait. Yeah, but did you did, did you say anything though? Yeah, I mean, I, I I used the sage and I I talked through the whole house and said whatever spirit or ghosts or whatever happens to be here, we, we asked it to leave and and I told them that we would like to reclaim our house and want to mm-hmm. be spirit free or ghost free or whatever might be here in the house with us and asked it to move on to wherever the next step of the afterlife is. Yeah, and uh, at, at least up to this point, I we haven't experienced anything since we since we've done that. So I I will keep you posted. Yeah, yeah, I I, I do that I do that often, you know, because um, the smudging, you know, it, it helps. You know, it doesn't last, but it helps. Okay. Um, All right. And like, how often do you like, do it? Well, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll I'll do it like twice a month, you know, once a month, you know. But you know, I go through the whole house, like I don't I don't play. Yeah, yeah. I actually yeah. walk that whole perimeter. <laughs> like we're going we're going interior here. Um, but you know, it it doesn't really last that long, so you you have to constantly keep doing it. Um, but it's not like a big deal. Pelosi said, you know, yeah. Well, for her, you would have to do that shit a whole month straight. But, <laughs> but yeah, sometimes you wanna you wanna do that and, and like, you know, um, let them know. But like with me, um, I actually I don't I don't mind if they're here. You know what I'm saying? As long as mm-hmm. they don't make themselves known, like <laughs> to my son. You know, there like leave go. my kids alone. You know, yeah, sure. Um, but you know, my daughter's old enough. But you know, you ain't gotta mess around and show yourself at night. You know, right? Um, but there is an entity <laughs> that's been here uh, longer than the house has been here, and that one we def- we can't get rid of at all. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, the good thing about that sage is, you know, the the I, I don't know if they sell it the same way at all these these stores, but that pack of sage we got, you know, it's all bundled up and it's it's a good seven or eight inches long. And it, I mean, you once you put that into that out, man, you can reuse that over and over and over again. At least the one I got. So. Yeah. It's a, it's a very yeah, just just um, a very pungent odor. Not it's not that it's a bad odor, but it's a very strong odor when it burns. I I never burnt sage before. That's basically that's basically the same shit they burn in churches. 
You know, well, I don't know what the hell kind of churches that you're going to, but I don't think I've ever smelled yeah, that before before I burn it here. <laughs> no, seriously, you've never smelled sage yeah. before you burned it in your house. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I have. You've never I, been to I, church I and that you see that priest walking around swinging that damn. Brass. Yeah, but that's Catholic Church. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I'm not really? Catholic. So church. So that might that might be. Yeah, I'm not Catholic. So church. That might that might be the that might be the thing. Well, I've never. If I'm not Catholic, I've never been there to see that or smell that. So. Yeah, well, you know. That that's what they have in that my, thing. I, I don't. I've seen mine. it on TV. So. Yeah. Hey, okay. real quick about your uh, about that. Did you ever get that biopsy? Like, did you ever, you know, want to dig deeper into it and figure out what it was? No, I tossed it out. And I didn't think nothing of it until I saw that video of the guy getting did that That thing guy, did, did he ever get it biopsied or did you ever find, you know, Yeah, they couldn't. They, deeper into could his not, they could not figure out where it came from. Jeez. Yep. I was like, give me something. Nope. They couldn't figure out where probably, that came from. Probably Nancy Pelosi fangs. She's a vampire. Yeah. Her fucking fang broke <laughs> off in my fucking arm and shit. Chupacabra. <laughs> She's like, this is your dick. Oh, oh, you, oh, my bad. You, that was your that was your arm. Sorry. You could have grown it in a petri You could have grown it in a petri Of course, I got a shot for it, but... You could have taken that thing out of your arm, grown it into a petri dish, and it would have been like that movie Splice. You would have had like a little alien child, and you know, you know, raised it, and it would have aged on you. You know, imagine that shit. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's funny because you know, I've you know, I've seen, I've seen like, um, you know, lights in the skies that you can't, you can't, can't figure out. You know, you know they're not a plane. You know they're not a chopper. You know what I'm saying? They don't they don't move normal. You know, and um, I always wondered. Like after I, found, I figured that that the time that I was having missing time, you know, I was like putting two and two together. You know, um, after that, I was like thinking that they were maybe they had been tracking me with that thing. You know, that it was a tracker. And you haven't had any experiences like that since? Well, ever since I took it out, no. But before I took it off... How long have you been out of the military? How long have I been? I've been out for years. All right. Well, that looks like a good place to take a quick commercial break here since we're approaching the top of the hour. So let me dig into my, uh, I'm going to dig into my, my retro bag of Budweiser commercials here. Oh, uh, (laughs) here we go. (laughs) Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Airport Baggage Handler. Mr. Airport Baggage Handler. Why just set a bag down when you can throw it, kick it, or simply 
ignore it. It's time for my lunch break. SFO, ORD, LAX. The complex airport codes are almost unsolvable. But that's okay, because thanks to you, everything's going to Tulsa. That's in Oklahoma. When comforting a traveler about a lost bag or a treasured family pet, you need only remember three simple words. Airline not responsible. So crack open an ice cold Bud Light, O King of the Carousel. You give us all a reason to carry on. Bud Light Beer at Isaac Bush, St. Louis, Missouri. Live every Sunday from noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time, join IWS Radio with Jay and Matt as they hilariously highlight and sarcastically skewer the stupid that marinates within politics, pop culture, sports, celebs, and beyond. Along with Jay and Matt, you'll be informed and entertained by the likes of Bobby Kraft, Slider Ballscock, Drew Peacock, Guy On Your Dick, and me, your IWS Radio Canadian Bureau Chief, Jamie Maple Leaf. So, join us live every Sunday from noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time on IWS Radio, because IWS Radio is not just another podcast, it's your Sabbath day destination. The phone lines are now open on the Woodshed Radio Show. If you'd like to call in, the number is 646-787-1833. All right. Dom says we need a commercial commercial like like that. Yeah. With with just a random woman. Oh no, we can get Jesse to do it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Maybe we can get maybe we can get Nancy Pelosi to do it for us. There you go. Jesse, did you have a political rant that you wanted to do tonight, or are you just uh, – I do have a rant today. Day? I, I can do it now, well, I guess, if you want me to. Well, by God, let me oh, find yeah. your little bit thing here. I haven't used it in a couple of weeks. i got to make sure it's still here. Uh, hold on. Yep, here it is. I can't seem to tell me what I need to get right Your eyes, they can't seem to understand what I realize Realize, this isn't just a dream Stuck on a bad repeat, fighting the air to breathe You can't touch me now Doesn't have to be you winning over me. You can't touch me now. And we go live now to our political correspondent, Jesse Furt. Well, I had something planned out for today, but I've decided written I had something written out. I decided to just go off the cuff with it. 
There was a reason why I did not watch the State of the Union address, and that was because of a guest that Trump invited, a kid named, uh, what was his name, Joshua Trump. And he was invited because he was being bullied in school, not for being poor, not for being lonely, but because his last name was Trump. And I had a major problem with that. It felt like a personal attack on me that they're not taking bullying seriously. So what what can I say about it? I mean, people like Trump. My school did nothing to stop the degree of bullying I endured multiple times on a daily basis. I've been spit on, tackled into lockers by the star football player, had rocks thrown in my head, having my clothing torn. I was hit with crutches by injured athletes. I had the chair taken from me as I sat down. I was hit with spitballs, being called gay at a time where it was inappropriate, made fun of because I was poor, harassed because of my multiple handicaps, and this is just the tip of the iceberg. Multiple times, every fucking day. And this kid who fell asleep while your trash hole of a mouth was blowing smoke up America's ass is special because someone made fun of him because of his fucking name? Are you fucking kidding me? How about being bullied just because? Like me. If you seriously want to end bullying in schools, talk to people like me who were bullied in the constant and daily way I was. Invite those who had to who had to change schools in the hope that they could have just one day of peace. Invite those who have been tormented to the limits of attempting their own lives. If you really want to do something instead of just slapping a label on it called "be best" by your whore of a wife, you would do this. And that's all I gotta say. Alrighty then. It's it's a uh, damn. Did you just did you did you say did you say say all that with your kid on your on your lap? No. <laughs> oh, I'm, I was just wondering because I keep hearing a little kid. <laughs> no, like no he kid here. The kid in his lap. That that kid that you were probably here a minute ago is the same one that that said fuck Tom Brady last week. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> what are you gonna say? I don't know. I, I think uh, if I remember correctly, one of our listeners that was in the chat room last week, uh, a- after that little bit that we did with with your nephew, said they were calling children's services on you immediately. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. Do you feel better after getting that off your chest there, Jesse? What's that? Do, do you feel better after getting that off your chest there? Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> All right. That's good enough. Oh, and you know, I, I've been thinking. I've, I've been thinking, you know, and you, you can thank Big Brother for getting me thinking. Um. Lolo Jones is on Big Brother Celebrity Edition. If you don't know who Lolo Jones is, she's an Olympian. 
She does both the summer and the winter Olympics. She's a hurdler in the summer and a bobsledder in the winter. She's 36 nice. years old, and she's wow. a virgin. She's saving herself Wait, for that special drumlet. We need to hook Jesse up with Lolo Jones. Fuck Jesse. Fuck Jesse. I'm gonna I'm gonna write a letter to Pelosi right now. She's done. She's done. It's over. Tell her the safe word is bananas. Yeah. Well. You know, the, the timing on that would be perfect. Only The only bad thing is, you know, with, with Valentine's Day coming up next week, I don't think we're going to be able to hook you up before Valentine's Day, Jesse, because she's still in the Big Brother house. Yeah. Oh, well. It's always next Four year, days. I guess. Yeah. Or next, or next decade. How do you feel about hurdling? Can you jump over anything? No. <laughs> <laughs> Chicken wings, anything? You can jump over anything? <laughs> what? He can jump the shark. Jump the pepsi bottle. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to get you a picture of Lolo Jones, baby, so you can see what she looks like. Hang on, man, here. Maybe. <laughs> <clears throat> She's got a pretty face. I'll give her that, but I'm not so sure about the rest. Yeah. <laughs> She's kind of dude looking. Kind of. If you're into that kind of thing, I don't know. I can't find a good one. I'll send a, I'll send a, just a shout out to my wife downstairs. Find a good picture that I can send to them in the, the woodshed chat, Jill, so that I can focus on my show. And <laughs> look at Lola Jones. She got she got she'll have a strong grip <laughs> though, man. I don't make a good one for Jesse. Oh god. Yeah. That's, she got that strong grip. Her know? her grip game is gonna be on fleek. Do they even say that to the kids these days they'll say on fleek? <laughs> I bet I bet Nancy Pelosi has a strong grip too. Hell uh, yeah, man! Like take those dentures off. <laughs> oh my god! Why? Does the speaker of the house use a gavel, Jesse? Yes. There you go, Eddie. You know she's got a strong grip. She's banging that damn gavel. Hell yeah! She hasn't desk. lost grip of that shit yet. Oh, yeah. Get me, man. She'll make Jesse come just by looking at his head. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Travis, how are we on the porno pick of the week? I I have to admit that. I'm too traumatized by this whole Nancy Pelosi thing. I, I can't even. I can't even think of sex right now. Like that's just Eddie is traumatized. I tried me. to. 
I try to segue us into it. How did that's kind of where we've been all night long? That that's that's horrible. <laughs> like traumatizing. Some of the shit that you watch, Travis, that should not be traumatizing you. I'm pretty sure uh, some of the chicks you went out with aren't that fucking aren't that great. But you still hit it anyway, right? Uh, I I never said that. You know, you know, you, you got to feed the, the trough once in a while. <laughs> but ah, right, well, there you go, man. You can't oh be fucking in that possums all day. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. Jesse has confirmed that he'd hit that. I got smashed that of, of Lola. Hell yeah, I'd smash that yeah. too. That's all right. Look at that! Oh my god! Look at that fucking arms. Yeah, she's gripping. Look at that. Hey Jesse, look. She's gri- she's gripping two of them. Oh god! Oh. We can share. We can share. I hope oh my you god. Out. <laughs> I'll teach you what you need to know, buddy. Right. You'll be, oh. be a professional in no time. This, this show has suddenly shit. turned into the freaking Twilight Zone. I think here we go. Oh yeah, and she, and she's smiling. Ah, she likes to brighten her teeth. I've got your toothpaste. You know who else has nice shiny teeth? Well, I get Tom Brady. Tom Brady has nice shiny pearly whites, well, and I that son of a bitch did it again. Yep. Oh he god, yeah. That was just Thanos. In the boringest Super Bowl I've ever watched in my entire life. Yeah. He did it again. Come on, man. You wouldn't hit Pelosi, man. Look at her, man. I'd smash yeah, her. I don't. I don't. I, I wouldn't do Nancy Pelosi with Tom Brady's dick. Yeah, you would. Stop lying. <laughs> no. No. Yeah, no. you would. If it was 20 years him, ago, maybe. Him, Pence. Him, Pence, or Pelosi, who would you do? <laughs> you would do Pelosi, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, uh, even though Pence is a good-looking guy, if you look at her, he's a good-looking guy. You know what I'm saying? But you still hit, you would still smash Pelosi, wouldn't you? Ah, you see, so you would. I may have to convert to the priesthood. No, you wouldn't. Again, that's too much. That's too much. That's that's too much of an extreme from one end to another. Yeah, that's that's too much. Yeah. I may have to convert to priesthood then if that was my only option here. Yeah, I think you're lying. I think you're gonna dream of her tonight too. I hope not. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I said why is gonna wake up? She'd be like, Did you just wet the bed? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I I've gotta share just a little tidbit of, of something that we're gonna look forward to on the show. Um, I'm working on a new bit for the show, but I, I haven't made any sound bites or anything. But the the new bit on the show is going to be in the hot seat of the woodshed, and it, it's basically oh, just like a little a little a little segment where I fire off a bunch of questions to the guys or two callers when they call in, 
um, and we'll just see what your responses are to whatever those are. Well, I, I've got a bunch of pre-recorded replies from the guys because we actually did something that we've never done before. We actually did a show prep show um, on Monday uh, where we all called in and sat around and just bullshitted for about an hour and a half and I asked questions. But the thing that struck me the funniest out of that whole thing was one of the questions and I, I have to do this live on the air just to see where it goes. One of the questions that I asked was how many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? <laughs> <laughs> And the answers, the answers that I got were all oh over God. the damn place. So I think we're going to start with Travis because he had the best oh answer. How, how many did you say, Travis? Four. Four chickens. What okay, kind of chickens were they? Oh my God. He said four. <laughs> I was good until Eddie left, until Eddie's gone. <laughs> oh my god, this thing is at four. Four chickens to kill an elephant. Hey, wasn't, so wasn't the highest number the like Jesse's 500? Yeah. No, somebody, somebody said 2,000. Was it you, Eddie, that said 2,000? Yeah, I, 3, I think that was me. Yeah, I was like, yeah, two, somebody 3, said 2 or 3,000. Two or three thousand, I forget. And then, how many did you say, Jesse? Five hundred. Yeah, how many did you say, Dom? I forget. I think I said like fifty, you know, or something. Yeah, you didn't say number. very many either. But you weren't you were <laughs> as low as four. <laughs> yeah. And that was even funnier is his his explanation. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Travis. You got to explain this to everybody now. <laughs> oh my God! Okay. Now, <laughs> now, I when I when I worked for FedEx, I, I came across a breed of chicken out. I, I delivered out in the country, and I, I came across a breed of chicken that I I never seen before. Like you know, I'm like everybody else. You you think of a chicken, it's you know red, white, and black. You know, sometimes they're gray, you know, but they're not that big. And I, I came across a lady that I was living. She had peacocks on her on her farm, and they were wandering around. And, you know, I, she actually happened to be carrying something at the time when I showed up to deliver. And I'm like, what the hell is that? And she's like, oh, it's a, it's a raccoon. And I'm like, oh. Hit it with the road, and she's like, "No, one of my chickens killed it." What? And I'm like, "What?" She's like, "Yeah, I have a rare breed of chicken. They're called Russian growling chickens." I'm like, "Okay." I mean, in the back of my mind, I'm like, "What the fuck is this bitch smoking?" And I'm like, and I see far off, you know, towards you know, one of her uh, sheds. That uh, she's got like this steel building, outbuilding, and it's you know about the size of you know decent sized chicken coop. I'm like, and she's like, well, that's where they are. Now as I get closer to this thing, this thing is like, 
It's got rebar arc welded to it over the windows. It's in a like steel out cage, you know, that like you would put like a dog, massive dog kennel in. You know, I'm like, what the hell? God damn. I'm bro, what I'm telling that? you. Like Thunder Dome chickens and shit. Yeah, like I <laughs> thought it was fucking so, it's some shit you would see in Jurassic Park. Now I'm I'm outside of this thing and she's like, just wait. And I'm, I'm listening to these guys. Like, you hear normal chicken sounds, but then all of a sudden it changes to, like, growls, like fucking dogs. I'm like, Hi, nigga. You just hell? met the woman that's got the chupacabra fucking chained up and shit. <laughs> and out comes this goddamn 20-pound fucking chicken, dude, that looks like foghorn leghorn on steroids, <laughs> you know? Like, I thought this fucker was going to droopy me like the Hulk on Loki. And uh, I'm like, what? Right. The? And it's, yes, it's huge. And it's got, like, fucking eagle talons, you know? Like, I mean, I've seen their spurs, but, I mean, like, God damn, these things look serrated like something a predator would have. You know? And she has to keep these guys, there's four of them. And the story goes, they were given to her niece. They were back when they were chicks. Uh, she got a dozen of these for, for like Easter. They were all dyed different colors. And of course, this is, you know, a few years ago uh, before they had, you know, I guess dye safe, you know, pet, you know, safe dyes. But some of the chickens died due to the dying. <laughs> but these guys survived. As they grew up, she realized they weren't normal chickens because as they broke out of their cages, they would kill things, not limited to, but including they, (laughs) they would dig out or break through the windows. They would dig out underneath the fencing, bro. Like I kid you not. These fuckers killed the next door neighbor's dog. Dude, these things are so beastly. I think raptors evolved from these guys. Like, I've never seen these fuckers are not afraid of anything, bro. Like, they were coming at me, like, through the fence. They they had the ultimate dose of I don't give a fuck. Problem is, they're like 20 pounds. I want to know. How you came up with the number four? That 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 that's the explanation I want. These four <laughs> could kill. Uh, they killed the neighbor Saint Bernard, bro. So I I don't think give, if they you know given bro. enough time, they will take down an elephant. But four? Yeah, but that's not the explanation. You they killed the Saint Bernard. They killed vultures. They've killed foxes. They killed coons. They've killed cats. But that's comparable like, to their size. Kill fucking humans. And We're talking shit. an elephant. Yeah, I still, I, I still want to hear the explanation you gave us with how four chickens would kill an elephant. <laughs> I mean, how big <laughs> is the <laughs> So in his defense, you're, how big you're is the elephant? This. We're talking full ass yeah. grown elephant. Okay. Yeah. Now think about it. All right, four chickens. Roughly twenty, somewhere between you know, on average twenty pounds. Put it at twenty pounds. That's, All right. that's one now, chicken the, the, per foot. 
Exactly. Now think about this. At that size, including feathers and whatnot, if three of them went in the mouth and one of them went up the snout, they could suffocate the elephant and kill it. Boom. <laughs> oh my god. Um, oh god. No. For three of them to jump inside some elephant's throat and one to hold the, the, the snout. You're, you're giving these chickens way too much credit. Yeah, like, well, <laughs> <laughs> way too much. I mean, what are, what, what are we doing? Yeah, this shit, that, that shit reminds me of Earth Girls are too easy and shit. Fucking ostrich sized damn chickens and shit. <laughs> Talking about uh, the I'll have to send Ben the pictures. I'll have to send Ben the pictures of these guys. Like, it was just unreal. You have pictures of them? Yeah. There, there was one that escaped, dude, when I and I had to when I had to go back and cause this lady got stuff all the time from uh, Amazon and Walmart. And there was one out of her cage. I flat out refused. I kicked the shit out of the truck, dude. I did not get out of that fucking truck because it was over there and it was growling at the tires and <laughs> get out of that fucking truck, dude. I kid you not. Oh, I faced shit. down pit bulls, dude. I have I've come across pit bulls that were less aggressive and scary than these fucking chickens, dude. Like, I, nope, nope. Give me a shotgun and some beer batter. These fuckers are going down. Uh, you know, I'm still. You know, your 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 analogy is is good. You know, pro- provided that they're able to to put together a, a collective agreement to jump in the elephant's mouth and snout. But the problem that I have in just four of them is if this if they start coming at this elephant trying to get in its mouth and its trunk, the elephant's just going to step on our ass, and that's all there is. You know what I'm saying? Have you tried to catch a chicken? No, I've 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 ran away from a chicken when I was about ten years old. Get that. Like I said, if you have to mind. YouTube it, YouTube like people chasing down chickens. <clears throat> I, I ran the They're other. Extremely way. maneuverable like, for a very you know limited flight bird. <laughs> my my great my great grandparents owned chickens. And they had this asshole of a rooster that he he would come right up to you and peck the side of your leg. So here I am, 10 years old, and that asshole walks up and tries to peck my leg. Well, I made the mistake to kick him. It was all oh. there. I was <laughs> running for my life. That fucker chased I'm me all around you. the house. Barely made it in the house. He He might have killed me. See, there you go, and it's not even the fucking vicious bastards that I came across. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I still have my doubts that they can kill an elephant. I wonder what zoo we could get to. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to, you know, say yeah, I, I doubt that. Four chickens, like to see chicken, this, 
you can donate to the woodshed crew, and we will buy an elephant and four of these chickens. <laughs> and then we'll have a nice barbecue, and then have a nice, and then have a nice barbecue dinner afterwards. Exactly. And give <laughs> elephant rides if the chickens don't kill the elephant. Woodshed crew does not condone animal cruelty. <laughs> it's like the well, the, the on the animal planet, the various animals versus each other, like anaconda versus jaguar. Or... Right. Jeez. Oh, I can just see us all over the the hate page, and PETA will be all over us come Monday, and be like, "This woodshed crew talking about killing animals with other animals." Heaven forbid. Well, you know that. that... They didn't really mind us when we, you know, when we, you know, worship the llamas. But you know, you bring a chicken into the world, and that's like, you know, all bets are off. Yeah, but or an elephant. Yes. All right. So I can just make. I, 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 I see this being a commercial soon. It very well might be. So did everybody? Did everybody watch the Super Bowl or the commercial? Mm, yeah. Or, you know, that's the one thing I, you know, one thing to look forward to was a, was the commercials. And even I thought there were one or two good commercials, but even the commercials sucked. You know, it was the movie commercials that were good, really. Yeah, you know, pretty much that was it. Harrison Ford I think the Alexa the, commercial was. Yeah, that yeah. was that was good. That was a good one. That was good. There was another one that was good too, and I can't remember. Since it's it's the one week, with the football players. Yeah, that one was good. I too. like the the halftime commercial for the football players. That shit cracked me mm-hmm. up. Yeah, that was good. You know, I mean every every former and current NFL player there at that you know little luncheon or whatever, and then that cake ball drops and Singletary screams out fumble, and Peyton Manning going, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> that shit was hilarious. So. What, what the, did the you guys commercial, think of was the halftime show? Go ahead. Go ahead. We'll, we'll take up halftime after your commercial talk. What, what, which one were you disappointed in? Well, you know the Budweiser one. You know they didn't do one the year before, and so they would, you know, they would tell, "Oh, this is going to be the, the best Budweiser commercial." And it was a dog, and there were wind, you know, the, the wind tunnels, so the wind turbines all around them, and it was like, okay, so they went, they went, you know, energy efficient, and I'm like, oh. But they talked about, oh, it's going to be the best Budweiser commercial because the Clydesdales are coming back. They focused on the dog. You know. And I love, I used to I like, like all those Budweiser commercials. I liked it. The Clydesdales, it, was, you know? it, was, it wasn't bad, I didn't think. I mean, obviously they focused on the dog instead of the horses. But yeah. I mean, it was good. And it wasn't bad. I, I, you, they were just touting, you know. It's like I think we saw, I saw some tweets during the week before, and they were um, the radio station I follow. They were out there, and they had one of the Bud executives on, the Budweiser executives on. He was like, "This is going to be the best commercial we've done." Da 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 da. We got some big news, and then they come on, and it's like what a fifteen twenty second spot, and they more focus on the dog, and then the how they're all going green with the wind turbines and it's like okay you know so i mean i i, I was disappointed a little bit i thought they could have done better but, but now back to your so, halftime. so what what did everybody think of the halftime performance by maroon five and 
<clears throat> big boy and, and all of that. Any thoughts? Yep. Takeaways? Yeah, it was all right. It was good. It was all right. It, 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 it's been met with quite a bit of criticism, at least from what I can see in the, the news this week. Um, yeah, too many judging by my Judging by my Facebook feed, um, I, I can break it into several different categories. You've got your your women that, that really enjoyed it because naturally he took his most of his clothes off on stage and uh, <clears throat> bared his tattoos and what have you. The dude was hot. I mean, it's it's hot in there, you know. <laughs> That's my excuse for it, I guess. I don't know. Um, I really don't know why he did take all of his shirts and shit off, but <laughs> whatever. He, he was tired. He, um, was, he was tired of wearing the pillow, the drape, and the curtains uh, t-shirt. <laughs> you know. Yeah, fair enough. Um, as far as the performance itself, I thought it was good. The songs, you know, I'm, I'm not a big Maroon Five fan, but I, I don't have anything against Maroon Five. Um, the only thing that I kind of was hoping that they would have done differently, and they didn't do. Um, for, for starters, Big Boy wasn't supposed to be there. Um, the Big Boy portion of the show was actually supposed to be Little John. I don't know if you were aware of that. Um, apparently, Little John decided that he, he was not going to perform at halftime in support of Colin Kaepernick. Oh God! Okay. Um, so, so that's why he didn't perform. So they got Big Boy. So since they got Big Boy, and he performed an Outcast song. All right, hold, hold, hold. Who the hell is in the wind tunnel? I'm uh, walking back to the. We're getting ready for another game, so I'm walking back. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna mute you a minute. Hey, when, you know, holy cow. Well, I'm gonna, like I'm gonna go ahead and hang right up. Now. Hey, hey, I'm gonna hang up though because the game's about to start. Okay. So. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Hey, get out of here! Get out of here! Grand. <clears throat> All right. So, so you got Big Boy from Outcast, and he's singing an Outcast song. Where in the hell is Andre Three Thousand? You can't have Outcast yeah. without Andre Three Thousand. Decided 3, not to do it. What was his reason? Or did he not have a reason? He just didn't want to do it. No, he 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 had other uh, other things he was doing. Oh, all right. I like me some Andre three thousand. I I liked Outcast, and I I I thought Big Boy did yeah without without Andre, but it would have been better to see them both. Yeah, I I like when they're together. Overall, it, it was an okay performance. I, I enjoyed the music <clears throat> for being a halftime show. Um, I, I guess now the big controversy over over the whole performance is um, I think these feminist groups are stepping forward and, and saying, well, why did they let Adam Levine take his shirt off at the halftime show when they made such a big deal about Janet Jackson? Well, number one, Janet Jackson is a female, and Adam Levine is a male, and I, I don't 
necessarily believe the feminist groups would appreciate Janet Jackson removing her entire shirt during a halftime performance when, you know, her incident that happened a few years ago with Justin Timberlake was a wardrobe malfunction. So there's a little bit of a difference. Oh, no. Uh-oh, it's a nipple. Oh, my God, the world would lose its mind. Well, the the thing of it is, I'm sure you've seen Adam Levine's nipples, but I, I guess maybe the male nipple's not as offensive as the female nipple? I, I, I don't know. What, what's the argument here? I mean, I, as a guy, I don't want to see it's, Adam Levine's nipples, but I, you know what I mean? But... It's because, it's because society is sexualized, you know, a woman's breast, that it's no longer just a feeding utensil. It's representative of a sex organ, when in fact it is not. Yeah, sure. It is idiotic for people to, you know, <laughs> to, to bitch about women being topless or feeding their children in public when men do it at the beach all the time. <clears throat> I very well could be topless right now. And blog talk shut us down. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we got 30 minutes of the show left. And I have no idea whether my chat's working or not. It's another one of those great weekends where I can't tell if the damn thing's working or not. So, if you're in the chat room, hello. If you're not, oh well. Guess you had something more important to do. But we are the Woodshed, and we're your Friday evening entertainment if you decided to stop in and listen to us. I would hope that this show was uh, a little more entertaining than perhaps maybe the last couple of weeks where we've had some uh, missing show hosts. Um, but look, we're right back where we started the last couple of weeks. We're down to four hosts because Dom is gone again. This guy, he, is, he has <laughs> more excuses for why he's got to hang up early, call in late. Or just plain not be here than anybody I know. <laughs> I I I don't understand it. How how the hell do you come up with this many excuses? What is the next excuse going to be? Taking flight flying lessons. Let's let's sit here and count just the excuses that we've gotten so far. We got my dog. Eddie died. just gave him the perfect excuse. Like two weeks from now, he's going to be abducted by aliens. <laughs> we got my dog. Good job, died. Eddie. He's going to have we missing time my... during the show. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be like, I was there for the full two hours. I swear to God, but there was a light, and I only remember twenty minutes of it. <laughs> uh, my goodness. Well. Just to kind of give everybody a little bit of a heads up of what we have coming up for us in the next couple of weeks on the woodshed, um, we we have two great shows planned for you over the course of the next two weeks. Um, next Friday night, we're going to be doing the woodshed edition of the woodshed radio show, which we've just supplanted the woodshed in place of doghouse. 
Uh, obviously, next Friday night is the day after Valentine's Day. So hopefully everybody remembers that it's Valentine's Day. We're reminding you now that this is Valentine's Day week coming up. So make sure you get your significant other something special so that you don't end up in the woodshed. And if you do end up in the woodshed, if you do end up in the woodshed, you got to call in next Friday night and tell us what you did to get there. And we're going to try to help you get out of the woodshed. So, So next week, it's kind of like a Valentine's Day doghouse theme, perhaps. I don't know Valentine's what all we'll Day. talk about next week. Yeah, Valentine's Day after. We're talking about Valentine's. Do we really need That's it? That's it. Yeah. Got a little commercial holidays. Yep. Seriously. In- Seriously, that, that's just that's just a money making scheme. Like, who needs Valentine's Day if you if if you already got your woman? And she got you. No need for Valentine's Day. That's for new, new, new lovers. That's that's for new, new people. Not fucking right. people you've been with for over well, fucking twenty years. <laughs> well, well, there you have Eddie's course, take I'm, on it. I'm gonna hear we'll, it in a few we'll minutes. We'll touch on that again next week. I'm sure you probably are. <laughs> so you have to tell us <laughs> all about it next week. She'll be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> she's actually, she's actually listening. I know she's listening. Okay. Well, I really appreciate Every day should the, be. the fact that she's listening. I appreciate all of our listeners, even the ones I hang up on. <laughs> She'd be like, "Defcon, um, Defcon one." <laughs> nope, that's not the that's not the code word. It's not the code word. So then, another one of our woodshed favorites from way back in the day is going to be coming up in two weeks. Your mind edition of the Woodshed Radio Show where you, the listener, can call in and talk about whatever. If you have a gripe with one of us, have I hung up on you? And you're pissed off because I hung up on you? This is your opportunity to call and give me the what for. But keep in mind, I may hang up on you again. <laughs> I'm just giving you fair warning. If if you piss me off when you with you calling in here all pissed off, Mr. Grumpy ass, I may hang up on you again. So you use know your speak your mind. Use your speak your mind wisely. Uh-huh. And then also in addition to if if you just have something on your mind that you gotta get off or something on your chest that you gotta get off. If you don't like what we're talking about, call in and change the subject. That's the great thing about the Speak Your Mind edition is you can call in and talk about whatever the hell you want to talk about. Anything. Anything. Yep. Nancy Pelosi. You can call in and talk about Nancy Pelosi all night long if you want to. Eddie will love it. (laughs) (laughs) Talk to me about her all day. All day. Mm Mm-hmm. Even come up with like made up positions on how to yeah. take her down, like a, like take her down like a gazelle, just pounce on take her shit. down like a Russian Russian chicken, Russian chicken style. Nah, nah, <laughs> those are dangerous. Don't fuck with those Russian chickens. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, in, in three weeks they'll, they'll cut your throat and take you down. 
Yeah. Shoving in themselves weeks, down your throat. We're going to take a little break and uh, because I'll be out of town. Now, I've, I've seen some various different comments. If any of the guys would like to carry on and do the show without me, they're more than welcome to do so. And uh, I've actually seen IWS Radio offer to do the IWS edition of the Woodshed Radio Show, which I might actually take that under advice. Now, that might be kind of neat to have somebody That'd else do cool. our show on a Friday night. That might be kind of neat. <clears throat> so we'll, 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 we'll discuss it. we got a couple weeks. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. So if, if there's anybody that's actually we know who listening, won't be doing we know who won't be doing the show next fucking week. That's fucking Dom. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll have a good damn reason too. Hell fucking yeah. That'll be the like the one week he shows up and nobody's here. <laughs> He'll be like, Where everybody go? The, the week we're the, the week we're not doing the show, guys. Where, where is everybody? Yeah, I called in at nine o'clock. <laughs> oh, maybe we should take bets on what his excuse will be next week. What, what do you think his excuse will be next week, Travis? Volleyball. <laughs> what about you, Eddie? What do you think his excuse will be? Uh, he was smoking sausages in the backyard. I don't know. How about you, Jesse? He broke his leg again. <laughs> <laughs> Is uh, that like the fourth time? For the fourth time? All right. All right. My, mine, is, my, mine is going to be, he ain't going to be here next week because he had to work on Valentine's Day and he had to make it up at the time slot of the show. Like, he'll be out to dinner yeah. with his wife during, yeah. for Valentine's dinner during the show. Yep. While you hear in the background, he's like, oh, man, I'm at work. I missed the time, you know, but I, I'll, I'll call in next week, but I can't talk right now, you know, cause, uh, and then you're here. Uh, can I take your order, Barry? Please? Barry? <laughs> you coming Barry? back to the table, Barry? Where's Barry? Oh my god! No, seriously, that nigga's crazy. He comes up with the most outlandish <laughs> shit to fucking say. <laughs> like shit, man. Yeah. It's like you gotta call him when you need an excuse to get out of work. Come on, man. Who <laughs> <laughs> got one? Who you got one? you got one? I think you, you might be on to something here, Eddie. You're on to something here. That may be the next segment on the show. Here we are with the Weirdo King excuse for getting out of the out of work for the week or something to that. Hell day. yeah. Yeah, I think you should write that down. <laughs> Hell yeah. As a matter of fact, we'll have callers call in and and give give the, give their best their best line to call out of work. <laughs> and see if he's used it ever. And, yeah, and see if he's used it. If he hasn't, I could guarantee he'll be writing them down, and he'll use them <laughs> back on. And he'll use them back on us. Yep. Oh, he'll be like, no. come on, Dom. The damn listener told us that last week, and you're using it this week. Come on, man. <laughs> man we got this shit. Yep. 
Right now, right now, she's probably listening in right now. Yeah, he's taking notes. He's, he's taking notes. Yeah, he's Bluetooth in his earpiece. He's listening. He might yep. not be able to he's talk. Listening. <laughs> he's listening right now, and he's saying to himself, "These motherfuckers. Now, why did I not? Now, why did I have to leave the show early this week so I don't use this one again?" <laughs> oh yeah, soft, softball, softball. That's right. No, we playing volleyball. No, you weren't. You were playing softball. We know it was. See, he'll be getting all mixed up. And- <laughs> I think you he has like handle he- the truth. Yeah, I think he has like his alarm on his phone set, so it goes off and it automatically gives him the excuse. So when he calls in. He'll give you that excuse of why he's not I think in. he times the shit, too. He's like, oh, I've been on the show for 55 minutes. It's time to time to tell him I got to go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, come on, man. That, that was kind of weird and shit. I'm not going to say it's a coincidence, but goddamn, that shit was pretty fucking so smooth that he automatically knew how long it was going to be before he had to get mm-hmm. off. Because he said in between games. That was a long time, I thought. Yeah. Between games. So yeah. in between I've games was an hour? You waited before. an hour? Come on, man. I'm not buying it. Yeah. I'm not buying it. We're going to have to do the domination. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> the domination. I'm not buying it. Oh, that's funny. No. <clears throat> We're going to get called back into sensitivity training, I think. Ah, uh, yeah, you know what? <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. HR's oh. looking at me funny now. Get <laughs> from the HR department. This is my show, HR. Knock it off. It's my show. You better call Dom. See if he can get you an excuse. Go feed the llamas. Go feed the llamas. Let me do my show. Apocalypse now. That's it. Once HR gets involved, it is the apocalypse. Yep. Alpaca lips. Alpaca lips. He has lips like an alpaca. Yep. That's actually the same. That's actually the same. Uh, you know, there was a there was a movie about like a black military man. It's called Apocalypse Now. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. That's sad. That shit went right over your head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> Wait, who are you trying to do? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, my wife was like, "That was that funny." <laughs> All right, let me see what we got here. We got 15 minutes of the show left. If anybody wants to call in, including Dom. <laughs> Including Tom. Oh my god. We may have to, we may have to do a little contest with our listeners. 
and, and run a run a contest that if you would like to fill in for Dom so that he can miss coming on the show, you could be our next co-host. <laughs> and then he can like tag oh. in that new the new co-host and be like, "All right, co-host, you got to call in now. I got to go do something or do whatever." And then they then they cut the other co-host to call in and replace him. <laughs> Well, you guys got anything else you want to add here in the last 15 of the show? Anything you want to talk about that's been just pressing on your mind and you've got to get it off your chest? I think Jesse already I just got want it to off know. his chest with his little segment. Yeah, yeah just want to be quiet. <laughs> I just want to know where the fuck Don be getting these fucking excuses from. I think he has a book. He's rather thorough with that shit, though. Like, I'm going to Google it and see if there's like a – if you just search excuses. Motherfucker got a thesaurus or some shit. Getting – getting I'm, I'm Googling it. Getting out of work. Let's see what comes up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. They got 44 believable excuses to get out of work. Let's see what some of them are. The number one that they have is the pipes broke. Dom, if you use the pipes broke in your house, we know where you got that at. Let's see what else they got here. What the hell is the next button? I don't even know how to go to the next one. What the hell? It's one of these stupid... Things. It's got like a next button somewhere. I don't see where the hell it's at. All right, let me click on this other link. Twelve excuses for missing work. Let's see what they got for their number one. Sickness or a doctor's appointment is the most common. A house emergency. I think he's kind of used that one once already. Oh, nope, family emergency is the next one. So he's already used family emergency. That was in week one. And then there's a, a delivery of a major purchase. We're giving him ideas, I hope you realize. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, the, this one, someone's death. He used the family emergency and someone's death all in the same episode. That's yes, false. That is true. <laughs> Vehicle problem. Partying? Partying is a reason to miss work? What the hell? Oh, I, I guess maybe if I read it. But that ain't a reason. It says you might have been partying the previous night, and now you have a headache. But don't use it as an excuse to miss going to work. After all, you always know when you have to go to work, and as an adult, it's your responsibility to plan your life accordingly. Tom. <laughs> Feeling oh tired. Aliens or ghosts is an actual reason. Shut the fuck up. What? I don't know. Here it says you might feel like an alien abducted you last night, but it's probably just a bad hangover. You don't want to start excusing not showing up to work with wild stories about aliens and ghosts. It'll just ruin your reputation at work. That's going to be kind of fucked up because he got abducted. Yo, I got some good ones here. 
I think he would use it. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, my God. And there's like fucking 38. <laughs> Employee forgot they were getting married today. Employee forgot <laughs> what day of the week it was. Oh, my God. Employee my, got my wife come is, back work after lunch. My wife's the HR person for for the store that she works at. And she says all she can say is she's heard every damn one of these excuses. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, let's see if she's heard these. Employee blamed their cat for unplugging their alarm clock. Employee's <laughs> hair was still orange from Halloween. Oh, my goodness. That would be Employee was at a bowling alley and a bucket of water crashed through the ceiling and hit her on the head. Uh, <laughs> you know what it'll be. He's going to get hit by a foul ball. I guarantee it. He's going to get hit by a foul ball and something's going to happen. Oh, I got one that he'll use. Employee said their legs had fallen asleep while they sat on the shitter. When they stood up, they fell and broke their ankle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold, hold on, Eddie. We, we got a caller. Let's let's see what the caller has to say. Yeah, it's nine three seven. Hey, no, it's, it's Matt Dom. Man. It's Matt hey, Man, Matt. guys. And uh, I was just kind of listening, and then you brought this subject up. I used to be a supervisor with the Ohio Department of Transportation, and this one guy. I won't say his name, but it sounds like Jim Gilmore. He called in one day. (laughs) (laughs) And the boy was, he was calling in sick because he was despondent. And I am not kidding you, because he had a goldfish who died. He had one goldfish in a bowl that he had had like six years. And the goldfish died. And the guy was crying when he called in. (laughs) <laughs> I'm kind of impressed that he was able to keep a goldfish alive for six years. Jesus. That's what oh, my wife shit. said when I brought up the story when you guys mentioned it, because she hadn't heard that. She said, what, he wanted an affair that stayed alive that long? I said, yeah. And even I've though, had many even, though even if his tears and that long. story were were untruthful, I had to let him off because that's creativity, Betty, baby. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's good stuff right there. Oh, my God. The guy was very upset. If if he what was kidding he around, was, he was, he's a pretty good actor. What do you think he was really upset about? No, I really think it was a fucking goldfish. <laughs> well, all right. I mean, well... And then I felt bad for him because if that's what really upsets you in life, you should stay home on one day and just kind of compose, compose, get yourself together, buddy. I agree. If a goldfish got you that upset, maybe you do need the day off. Exactly. How about everybody else? A goldfish that lives six fucking years. I know. Yeah, that's like, that's a world record. I know. Yeah, yeah, and that's all I had. I really got nothing. Yeah, well, thanks for calling in, Matt. Appreciate it. Yeah, well, 
okay. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I guess. I hate. Yeah, Travis probably used this one. Employee claims his dog was having a mental breakdown. Is <laughs> that before or after he committed suicide or what? I'm still trying to imagine right, Dom digging a, a grave with one leg. I'm sorry, but that shit killed me that night, dude. That's the first thing that popped in my head. Dude got a broken leg. How the fuck a, is he digging this grave? I got about a minute and a half left of the show, guys. Minute and a half. We're on the home stretch. An employee any, said any a deer parting words. Whoa, what the hell? A deer bit him? Oh, <laughs> yeah. T- tune in next week when we try to get Dom out of the doghouse because you know he's gonna. Oh, this is a good late. one. She'll probably use this shit on his Chevy. Employee sobriety device wouldn't allow him to start his car. Nigga, you gotta pick him. <laughs> Parting words, five seconds left. Oh my god! No. All right. Four chickens. Well, kill an elephant. Four chickens. Kill an elephant. <laughs> Russian growling chickens are the most vicious bastards on the planet. Fuck wombats. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right, guys. I'm gonna hit us out on the outro here, and we will be back again next Friday night. 9 p.m. Eastern Time for another installment of the Will Dom Show Up to the Woodshed. Have a good weekend, everybody. That's the show, everybody. But like Queen says, the show must go on. And we will. We will be back next Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern for another installment of your Friday evening festivities. 
So make sure you tell your friends about the show, invite them along, and hopefully we'll get to see all of you again next Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern right here on Blog Talk Radio. Go out there and like us on Facebook, Twitter, and hell, just like us, because we like all of you. So on behalf of the Woodshed crew, I am friggin' Ben, and I am signing off for the weekend. Have a great weekend. See you next week. And like all Marvel movies, here's your post-credit scene. Will Dom show up next week? Will Eddie and Jesse have a menage a trois with Nancy Pelosi? Tune in next week to find out. <laughs>